Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard. But now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Are we all excited? We are all excited. A very warm <laughs> welcome back to another episode of Keeping, Keeping It, it Real. Real. And I've got to say that Sophie has a really exceptionally sexy voice this morning. <laughs> and I'm just slightly wondering s- why. I've actually, that's you so rather sexy. funny that you should say that. That is Did funny. Did someone else tell you that on the phone <laughs> just a little while ago? No, but I've got a sore throat this morning. Uh, yeah, no. which is weird. So maybe I'm, maybe I'm not feeling a little horse. Maybe I am a little horse. But you know what, darling? This weather has been so mm. peculiar from almost having a heat wave in London to the last few days being raining and pouring and sadly not men. And no, no men, just gale-forced wind. Absolutely. Which has been shocking, actually. In fact, somebody was nearly killed by some falling scaffolding two streets away from me. Oh, my God. Which is actually quite scary. So be warned, if it's very windy out there, yeah. stay away Wear from scaffolding. Yes. Or Don't just... go out without them. <laughs> But it's really quite difficult to dress for this weather, don't you find, Soph? I think it's absolutely impossible. I mean, luckily, I've still got my big old camo pop ski, which I kind of put on for every day. Heaven. Big hoods, I think. That's yeah. the way forward. Big hoods, warm. And you know what I'm doing at the moment? I'm doing layer upon layer upon layer upon layer. Because the good thing is, is that, of course, you can take one layer off is if it gets... A little bit too warm. Mm, it's like you peeling have an seen onion. Me yesterday, going to Pilates, it was actually hysterical. I was wearing my um, leggings, and on top of that, I was wearing tracksuit bottoms. Then I wore my workout top. Then I wore a t-shirt over that. Then I wore a cashmere cardigan over that. Then I wore a cashmere jumper over that. Then I wore a duvet vest over that. What's a duvet vest? Well, it's one of those that's got. Oh, you mean a puffer? A puffer vest under that, exactly. (laughs) And then I wore my um, very thick, warm uh, Lillian Violetta cashmere coat, walked outside with my book one day in December. It got so exciting that I actually walked from home to my Pilates, which is a good 10-minute walk, reading the end of my my book. I could not put it down. That is like a Mr. Bean sketch, ready to walk straight into a lamppost or down a drain hole. Oh my god, I almost got run over. I didn't actually see myself crossing the road. So uh, another beware, hard hats (laughs) in this weather and don't read while crossing the road. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. Well, welcome back to Keeping It Real. Thank you to all our fabulously lovely listeners for tuning in to hear us. And uh, And we're so pleased that you're obviously also sharing it with all of your friends because exciting for us, our listeners are really growing at such a wonderful rate. Yeah. We've just got to say a really, really big thank you to you guys. Without you, we wouldn't be here. And And we are having so much fun doing it. 
Well, today we are coming, just the two of us, to have a little recap. Just the two of us. <laughs> I, we can make it if we try. Caroline's on top form, I have to say. She looks amazing, and I think you feel amazing. She's just come back from the Viva Maya, and I want to hear all about it. I want tips, tricks, hacks, life balance messages. I need it all, please, because we need a bit of a reboot. Oh, my goodness. So to all you guys out there... Um, I always thought I was a relatively healthy person, I've got to say. If you'd asked me, you know, what is your percentage of good stuff and bad stuff, I would say, well, you know what? 70% of what I do is all good. 30% is what people call a little bit naughty. But I still felt that that was a pretty amazing balance. And in my all good, we're talking about lots of incredible big smoothies with bananas and blueberries and spirulina powder and barley glass and barley glass, barley grass, uh, medjool dates, raw honey, almond milk, ice cubes, lots of the good stuff. A typical breakfast for me would be my homemade nut bread with lots of avocado on top, olive oil, a little bit of lemon juice, a little bit of sea salt, um, Sounds delicious. And then I'd have at least two big smoothies a day. So during one yeah. day, I would probably consume... And actually, they're a meal in themselves, really, aren't they? Yeah, and these I just saw as small little snacks. Yeah. But, you know, I'd consume at least three bananas, a whole thing of blueberries, a whole mango, wow. eight medjool dates, <laughs> oh four tablespoons... Where did you put it all? Honey, um, ice cubes, my super powders, and almond milk, which I'd have in two smoothies two times during the day. Um, my lunch would often be a delicious raw salad with lots of different chopped veggies and maybe a piece mm. of grilled fish or a piece of grilled chicken or mm. some grilled halloumi. And dinner could also very often be a delicious big raw salad. Um, and then, you know, I have this very, very sweet tooth. And many times during the day, and I didn't even think about this when I wrote down my meal plan because I actually only wrote my three meals. And they were so shocked when they found that I have the highest percentage of fat that they've seen in a long time. So I'm basically what you call thin fat. Um, I'm a thin fat What person. does that actually mean? How it do means you... I'm thin on the outside, yeah. but I have fat everywhere on the inside. But this is not a good thing. And even though... The majority of my fat came from good stuff, the nuts, the avocados, the oils, the bananas, etc., etc. My consumption was so great that my body couldn't physically digest and burn it in the duration of one day. So instead, it sits in the body and it turns into fat. Interesting. That's actually a very... Sorry, I just kicked you back. Um, that's a very interesting point, well, actually. Well, it's a very, very interesting point because what I don't think a lot of people are aware of, and I most certainly was not before I went to the Viva Maya, is that your body can only consume so and so much fat per meal. And so how much is that? And so not only was I doing very, very rich breakfast, lunch yeah. and dinners, I was also doing at least... One snack after breakfast at some time, mm. one snack after lunch at some time, and uh, lots of snacks in the evening of, you know, if my popcorn's done in coconut oil, mm -hmm. if my little bits of chocolate and candy here mm -hmm. and there. And I was basically, without realizing it, consuming probably three times the amount of fat that I was supposed okay. to. We worked wow. out that in oil alone, I was having six tablespoons of olive oil 
per meal. And you love your oil. That's always I been something you've lived by, isn't it? You know, I've lived by a liter of oil a week, but yeah. this is not good. Yeah. So what they've said in my cleanse period, yeah. which is two weeks, I can have one tablespoon of linseed oil per meal. And linseed, linseed oil, by yeah. the way, is the best oil because it has your omega-3 and 9, mm-hmm. which uh, is the most important one for the function of your body. Um, olive oil that I thought was a complete miracle has a very small percentage of the good stuff really? that you really need. That you really need. Another thing that they said very clearly was never, ever, ever cook in olive oil. Olive oil can only be used in the highest quality, cold on your fish or your salads, etc., etc. To cook, you must use coconut oil and ghee. And what about, I used to use linseed oil for cooking. No? no? Coconut oil and ghee. But the only problem with coconut oil is my children don't like so scrambled eggs that have been cooked in it. Flavor-free can you organic okay coconut oil or ghee or i've got ghee ghee which is great which and is I've, the I've, indian form of I, butter yes. they love butter by the well, way well i have got a, a thing of ghee which i've had in my food storage cupboard for about three years but and I've always, on it. I've always wondered what the heck to do with it yeah, i'd read that it's super healthy alternative so it's it sits a there wonderful thing to cook in so cook I, your okay i'm gonna try yeah, the boys, whatever it is that you need to fry. Mm-hmm. So basically, while I'm on the cure, another two, uh, not another two weeks, but it'll be two weeks in all, I can have one tablespoon of linseed oil per day, me, per, per meal. Oh, per meal. Um, and then after that, you know, I can, I must always have one tablespoon of linseed oil with each meal, but then I can start reintroducing my, um, my um, olive oil. But obviously, instead of, using maybe six tablespoons uh, per meal, I will consci- I, I'm now mindful of the fact mm. that I'm having too much fat mm. and I will probably use a tablespoon of yeah. linseed oil and a tablespoonful of olive oil okay. per meal. Now, and then you've got to bear in mind that something like nut bread with avocado and olive oil, that's pure fat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though it's good stuff, it's pure fat. It's so too much could fat. you just have, because my breakfast sometimes is an avocado. So Without with the bread. Avocado, what, what, what they like, so they really like um, having avocado with new potatoes. Okay. Potatoes, by the way, guys. And are I love this. The greatest yeah. cure for your liver. When yeah. you give your liver new potatoes with a little bit that. of butter and salt, yeah. this is like giving your liver pure love. It is like treating your liver like your liver is your absolute best friend. So the Viva Maya very much believe in new potatoes Mm -hmm. with each meal. So what is a great breakfast is having new potatoes um, and a side of avocado. Or you can have your avocado with corn cakes, for example, or with a nice spelt crisp Bread. Okay, can you cook your potatoes the night before and just have them absolutely. cold the next day? Absolutely, absolutely. In a kind of cold... But the best thing, your your digestion is very gets very sad when you do cold. So if you're going to have a cold breakfast, start with warm water alone or warm water with half a lemon okay. pressed into it. To start your metabolism, to start your digestion, and before each meal, you if you're having a cold meal, you must give it something warm. They were, for example, saying that if you're having Japanese for lunch, sushi, raw fish, etc., etc., you must always start with a miso soup because that ah. prepares your intestines for what's to 
come and it's much easier to digest. And on top of that, they also made it very clear that after four o'clock every day, you can't eat anything raw because raw food is the very hardest to digest, whether right. it's vegetables, whether it's fruits. So no salads in the evening. Whether it's absolutely, whether mm. it's raw fish. They were also saying that one thing to be very mindful of which is that old good saying, an apple a day keeps the doctor away. So the size of a big apple is the quantity of fruit you should be having a day. Really? So the size of a big apple could also be compressed into half a banana, handful of blueberries, slice of melon, and a plum, for example. Wow. Or another day, it could be that one big juicy apple yeah. a day. But no more fruit than the size of an apple a day. And what about... Meal sizes. What about your portions when you sit down and have breakfast, lunch and dinner? How big should they be? Because I was always told that you shouldn't eat anything larger than your hand outstretched by a nutritionalist because that's how much your body can take in one meal. I think that sounds like a very sensible measure. What they also said was rather than allow yourself to get hungry and therefore gorge at your next meal, you should find snacks that are healthy and promote good health in yourself like nuts or dates or whatever it is and kind of graze a little bit between each meal but some people have that mindset and some people have the mindset that you have to stop your body having to digest all the time so your so viva maya believes in three meals a day mm. no snacking in between at really? least four to five hours between each meal okay in those four to five hours you can consume uh teas uh waters etc etc you cannot drink half an hour before your meal you cannot drink half an hour after your meal. They also believe that you should have four vegetarian days per week. So your three meals are purely vegetarian. You should have one day per week where you have, uh, where you introduce fish into Mm -hmm. your meals. You should have one day a week where you have either fish, chicken or meat Mm -hmm. in your three meals a day. And then one day a week, whatever day is the day that would be best for you, you can do whatever you want. That's the day you can have your cheese fondue and your burger for lunch and your delicious pizza uh, for dinner. That's the day where you can have your cocktails, etc., etc. I was very concerned about wine because I really, really do love my glass of red wine. And, you know, they were very, you know, if you can keep it to, for a woman, Mm -hmm. five units per week. That's uh, easy for me, honestly. And a man can have a little bit more. But, you know, if, if that was going to be... So that's one, three glasses one of glass, red, three glasses Monday of red to Friday. wine, and uh, is, is it and one two unit per week? Okay, so it's one unit per glass. So, so one glass is a unit. Yeah. So basically, the way that I was thinking would be wonderful for me would be, for example, uh, if I go out for dinner. Mm. I can have one or two glasses of wine. Well, it's funny you should say that, actually, though. Last night, I, I'm just going to quickly, briefly interlude about the wine. Um, I went out to a drinks party, which was gorgeous. I love going around to people's mm. houses rather than having to go out all the time to restaurants and um bars and things but I wasn't feeling on my best form and I didn't want to cancel I didn't want to be flaky but I thought to myself I can still have as much fun as I do if I have two glasses as I can have with one glass mm-hmm. and actually I I left my house after putting the boys to bed at nine o'clock got to the drinks at nine fifteen, had a couple of hours there one glass of wine and went to bed at eleven thirty, feeling great drank so much water before I went to bed, woke up feeling fresh as a daisy. And I had just as much fun in that couple of hours with one glass of wine, chatting to everybody, 
networking, having fun, yeah. dancing and having a, a, a lovely evening, yeah. as I have done from going out in, at eight o'clock in the evening, yeah. drinking through a meal, yeah. going to the children's firehouse or whatever, mm -hmm. getting home at one o'clock in the morning yeah. and then feeling like death the next day. Yeah. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I've really realized by not drinking in these, uh, what are we now? I'm on probably day 11 of not drinking, which, um, and I'm really sorry to say, but I really do love my wine. And I've had a glass of wine every day for the last two and a half years. So, you know, doing 10 days without is, 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 is really good. But and I feel good as a result of it. But for example, so my and you look week, good. As I've a result got a dinner on Monday out. I've got a dinner on Wednesday out, and on Friday I'm going to Paris. So I was thinking, you know, next week I might on Monday have a spicy margarita. And the we the reason why spicy margaritas are good is because they say all bitter drinks are fantastic. Campari is one of the best. A spicy margarita is good because it has the sour and the salt. Right. So you've got your lime, you've got your salt and tequila is quite alkaline. So mm -hmm. thank goodness a spicy margarita is a good thing, which happens to be one of my favorite drinks in the world. So I'm really pleased about that. <laughs> On Wednesday, I'm going out for dinner with some Danish friends and I'm going to one of my favorite Greek restaurants, Milos. Mm, and that's very healthy though, isn't it? I know it? that I'm going to have a delicious meal there and mm -hmm. I'm going to allow myself to have a really big, high quality glass of red wine. I've decided mm. I'm not going to drink too much, but I'm going to drink 
high quality mm. only. And then on Friday, I'm going to Paris. How wonderful. My, one of my best friends, Danish, oh, gorgeous, Ufe. Um, we're going to go and have um, a girly weekend, him and I. Staying in the same room, which is so super cozy. We've done it many times before. We're very, very, very close. He's one of my best gay friends and he's absolutely wonderful. So we're going to go to Paris, stay in one of our favorite hotels. And I know that, you know, Friday evening, we will definitely be having, I will be ha I'm going to allow myself to have a cocktail before mm. dinner. And I'm going to allow myself to have a couple of glasses of wine and probably the same on Saturday as well. I know it's going to be, that's going to be a It'll lot It'll be a shock have, to the system. It will. Yeah. But so what they be say prepared. is you must take bitter drops. Before ah. you go and do something which is indulgent for your body, you have to have these bitter drops. So, for example, on Friday, I might actually just do one spicy margarita and but make sure that my diet all day is pretty similar to the mm -hmm. lifestyle of the Viva Maya. And then on Saturday will be my... Do whatever I mm. want day. And I love the fact, and I feel that it makes it doable. You know, four days a week vegan, one day a week with fish to your three meals, one day a, meat a week with fish, chicken, or meat to your meals, and one day a week where you can do whatever you want. I think, you know, that means you, you also You don't feel have, you're depriving yourself. But yeah. also, I love the fact that you've got something to look forward to. I yeah. remember when I was a child, and my mother was pretty strict around what we ate. I mean, mm. we most certainly did not have any kind of sweets during the week at all. I remember that, you know, when everyone else had bags of crisps and cookies, etc., etc., I was given carrot sticks or I was given a small bag with almonds and raisins. You know, my mom was really, really mindful about what mm. she put into our bodies. But then on Saturday, Saturday night was candy night. Mm. And we would go in the morning into town and we would choose our little bag of candy and we would savor it throughout the whole of Saturday. And it was such a special treat. And I think nowadays, you know, Kids are eating treats like every single day. Mm. And that means that treats for them have got to become so oversized and absurd somehow. Mm. And, you know, that's also the reason why today when you look at some cereal boxes, especially um, if you look at some of the American cereals, and I've got to say before I went to the Viva Maya, I loved the marshmallow twinkle Cheerio kind of. I can't believe God knows what that. else is. I mean, I love those American cereals. I even love the multicolored cereals because the flavor is so good. And when we were at the Viva Maya, they were really underlining how it would actually be more nutritious for you to eat the box than to eat the actual mm. cereal. And yeah, it is interesting, isn't it? It is super. Luckily, my children do not like any of those things. I mean, Finn is a big lollipop fan and he doesn't get them very often. He probably gets them once every couple of weeks. But you know, that's nothing. Um, but he he and Harry really, and apart from ice cream, actually, ice cream is a fan favorite, but you can make that. I found a recipe. Quality, it's fine. Well, I found a cheap way of making them think they're having ice cream when they're not. So if you put three frozen bananas into your blender, I put them into my Thermomix, add a little bit of almond milk just to break it down tiny weeny bit but it comes out like a kind of banana sorbet and it looks just like ice cream then I have blueberry dry flakes which I pretend are chocolate sprinkles 
And Harry knows they're not, but Finn thinks they're, you know, some sort of sprinkled sweetie version. And they sprinkle blueberry flakes on the top. And they're so happy with that as an alternative to ice cream. And there's there's plenty of other things. Actually, Lizzie Loves Healthy is a really good go-to for me for ideas of um, alternatives to sugar for children. And lots of healthy recipes. Balance. You don't want to ever feel like you're stopping your children eating anything or feeling yeah, like you're depriving them. But the offering dessert, them a good the dessert, alternative. The dessert, dessert should not be every day. I was listening to Nagel yesterday uh, telling me about what he had to eat um, for lunch at school. And every single day they have a dessert. Mm. And you know what they were saying? But again, you know the why they do that? Is, dessert is again a treat. But you know why they do that at school? Because sometimes, and I know this, well, I don't know if this is why they do it, but I presume they do that because sometimes if Finn and I look at the menu for the week at school and it's a jacket potato and baked beans, that is Finn's idea of complete yuck. I mean, he just hates that. But for pudding, they'll do something like an apple crumble. So they, I know on that day that he's probably going to have one bite because he has to of the baked potato with baked beans, which he will hate. And then he will have his whole pudding, which will then get him through the day. It's not ideal, but I think they do that in case the children don't like the main course. So there's always a backup to save them not no, eating anything. No, I understand anything. that. I understand that. But for example, in Denmark, that would like never, never happen. Schools have banned sugar. Really? Most nurseries have totally banned sugar. Amazing. So when you do a little birthday party, you're like allowed to bring in fruit sticks. Really? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I That's mean, amazing. It, it, but it is quite amazing. And you know, in Denmark, most schools don't provide lunch. So you have to make a packed lunch. Yeah. And, um, you know, people would be horrified if you God, put in hassle. cakes or... God knows what else into a packed lunch. They would be absolutely horrified. These children get Danish rye bread, which is really good, lots of fiber, and it's good for helping your children to chew. Um, because again, as Biba Maya say, chewing your food is actually what uh, is the most important thing for absorption and digestion. Each mouthful should be chewed at least 30 times. And there was a big campaign in Denmark for children's lunch because Danish rye bread, they say, is one of the healthiest things. So a lot of parents put this rye bread, these Danish open sandwiches, into their children's lunch boxes, and the bread is cut to at least one and a half centimeters. Really? And then with a really healthy filling inside. Yeah. And this means that the kids are getting a full, balanced, nutritious lunch and there's no dessert. Yeah. No, it's it's a it's a very very good way of doing things and I you know I take my hat off to them. But I think we um we Brits are possibly a little bit lazier and we do enjoy our puddings and we do enjoy our sweet tooth as well. I mean, I'm but, not a big sweet tooth fan, but I do love occasionally uh a scone with um jam and Oh my god, delicious. And but cream. So you know me. I mean, I had dessert after every single meal mm. before I went to the Viva Maya. I mean, my classical diet if i didn't have something sweet for breakfast for example a nice big berry bowl where i would take frozen berries and frozen banana and i would blend it with dates and raw honey and almond milk to create this kind of soupy sorbet thing and i would top it with a delicious i've had that with you many times yeah. homemade granola yeah with lots of nuts and mm. seeds that I would bake in the oven with coconut oil, maple syrup, and cinnamon. And, you know, I think I was being the healthiest person in the mm. world. Absolutely delicious. Yeah. 
And then, you know, come 11 a.m., you know, I would have my second cappuccino of the day. I could sometimes have that with a few bits of chocolate. Other times I might have a muffin. Other times I could have a little bit of cake. So what or you're I saying is one of my excess. Big, it's, it's, it's extreme excess to be packing so yourself full. Excessive. Even for lunch, you know, having a nice, big, delicious raw salad or yeah. some nice Japanese food, I would always need dessert. So Then come three or four o'clock, I would need to have another pick-me-up, yeah. which would maybe be another coffee or one of my big, huge filling up smoothies mm. then I would have dinner with my kids and again that could be grilled fish and vegetables or it could be another big salad with grilled halloumi or whatever it might be um, and then you know a couple of hours after that I would need to have another smoothie with a big bowl of yeah, that's popcorn a lot. or I would need to have uh, a hot chocolate yeah. with a little bowl of candy I have been eating so excessively. Mm. When women are supposed, what are we supposed to have? Two thousand calories a day? I don't know, but okay. I, I, I will say though. Apparently, I've been having four to five thousand a day. Well, it's, it's amazing. So no it's amazing you've managed I'm to burn that off. Well, it's amazing that I'm not bigger than I am. But That's what's amazing. scary is that my insides are so filled yeah. with fat, and this is fat that puts a lot of pressure on your liver, which then puts a lot of pressure on your heart, on yeah. your pancreas, yeah. on your kidney, on yeah. your blood system, and this is why people get rich. Yeah, yeah, very interesting. Well, what I do want to ask you is the other day when I came for lunch, you did a beautifully simple but very tasty minestrone soup. I want to know exactly what vegetables you put in there. And I want to kind of, I want to bring that into our weekly meal plan at home because I love the idea of having four days off meat. I tried to do the go vegan thing for two weeks, which I actually really enjoyed. I, the only thing I found really hard was cutting out milk because I do love English breakfast tea with milk and honey. But darling, you might not be... <clears throat> Uh, no, you might but not be able because to I was not digest it because you see when I went to the Viva Maya almost three years ago, yeah, I was fine on dairy. I was fine on gluten, which mm. is why I've always had it. I'm a Dane. I've had cheese, butter, breakfast mm. every day at some stage um, of my day, every single day for the whole of my life. So I was very surprised when I went to Viva Maya now, and they told me that I'm now uh, I can't tolerate dairy or gluten only for three months. Yeah. So, so what's in your minestrone though? You I'm dying tolerate. to hear. Yeah, if there's something you cannot tolerate. So for me, it was dairy, gluten and peanut butter, which I love. Mm. You have to have three months of it and then you can try it okay. again and see how it makes you feel. Yeah. So my minestrone soup yes, was, was, was pretty simple. It was, um, I bought while I was at them the to Maya, now. I bought an organic um, vegetable stock in right. powder. Right. Okay. So what I did first of all was a teaspoonful of this vegetable stock powder with a little bit of water. I then sautéed one red onion and two cloves of garlic till right. they were soft. Mm -hmm. Then I added um, a bowl of fresh chopped uh, organic cherry tomatoes that I blended. Ah, Okay. Then I added one large sweet potato and diced. Love sweet potato. Two very big carrots diced. Yep. I added, um, so I added that at this point in time with about 600 mils of water mm -hmm. and a teaspoon of rock salt. Mm -hmm. Once that started uh, softening after half an hour, that's when I added uh, broccoli, cauliflower, courgette and cabbage which I then let simmer for another 10 minutes. Yeah. 
And then I made, meanwhile, a homemade pesto with lots of basil. I used cashew nuts instead of pine nuts. I used two cloves of garlic. I used olive oil and a little bit of filtered water. And then once I served my soup, I put a big tablespoonful of the pesto on top of the soup and served. Ah, okay, so that's you delicious. I had the soup the next day, the remainers, then yeah. I heated up so everything was a little more mushy yeah. and soft. It was delicious. With a tablespoonful of the homemade pesto in the bottom. Okay, and quick question, did you put parsnips in there? No. Yes, I did. You did. Okay, I thought I you did. I did sweet potato, parsnips, yeah. and carrot. So it was because it was lovely and, and sweet. Sorry, and p- normal potatoes. And potatoes. Okay. So four root vegetables. Great. Okay, they are all on my avocado. Now. Oh, I love it. Sophie's doing her avocado weekly shopping right now. <laughs> I'm just adding those uh, podcast. You see, this is what it means <laughs> multitasking. To be, uh, multitasking <laughs> businesswoman, mother these days. You've you, you you've got to go. do a little bit at once, and that's what they say in Denmark. You can't um, you can't bake and blow flour at the same time. Oh yes, you can. <laughs> um, but I do love that whole concept of taking your body off the meat intake, because I think it makes sense. I think, you know, we, we're not complete carnivores. We do need to give our bodies a break and the nutrients and health benefits we can get from the vegetables without all those fats. Yeah, the thing is also, a lot just of it makes is sense actually, to me. it does make sense and it's pretty logical because you, you think back to uh, stone times, you know, back to before we had the civilized world and you know, we still had people, we still had plants, we still had fruit trees, we still made vegetables and grew herbs, etc, etc. And, you know, the easiest things to access were, of course, um, whatever you planted in your little area. And the best food then, and still today, is organic potatoes, because they come from the ground. Mm. They live from nutrients from the ground and the rainwater and the sun, etc, etc. So they really are power food everything underground is power food they yeah. say um and then if you think about it you know being vegetarian four days a week because the men did go out and they were hunters but of course it wasn't every single day that you would hunt something so it, it is pretty logical that meat could be once a week it mm. is pretty logical that chicken could actually be i have once to say week, and fish and can the be expense of it the expense of buying Good quality meat is is extremely oh high. My gosh, if now you all I of can suddenly go all of a sudden go vegan. You are saying well. A lot I was of going money. to say a prime example, and I am struggling this with this a little bit. Is we have a lovely male au pair who is very into his sports, and he um, eats a very high high protein uh, high protein diet. So he likes to have meat every day. So myocardio is meat for him mainly twice a day he likes it at, like he cooks at every meal so he cooks breakfast lunch and dinner what kind of meat are you buying for him he eats a lot of um, turkey because it's low fat high protein and chicken again low fat high protein do you buy uh, um, organic for him I do a mixture because it's, it's, I have to tell you, it's added on 45 pounds a week to my avocado. now I set myself a budget for my avocado, and I have also, as you know, switched to Tesco. What's your budget? My budget per week is a hundred pounds, and half of that is now Ivan's um, protein intake. And you know, I don't. He's living with us. I want to make him feel welcome. I always want him to have something in the fridge he wants to eat. But I have actually said to him, you know, we need to look at 
what you're cooking per meal because it's getting really expensive. And I want to make sure that my boys also have a really yeah, lovely course. meal plan. But they, you know, they, they're, they're really happy to eat lots of different things. So they don't mind if it's vegetarian or if it's meat or whatever. And I, but I certainly don't want to cut back on their intake. Yeah, of course. Um, but no, interestingly, but like when you're we, well, we had our last au pair before Evan was vegan and she only ate vegetables she didn't eat anything dairy, anything cheese, nothing apart from vegetables. And I have to say, it was about a tenner a week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And so it's really impacted yeah. my living expenses, yeah. having somebody who's really on a protein diet. Well, the thing is, is that not only are you going to feel it on your budget when you start buying less uh, meat and fish, et cetera, et cetera, and you have the four vegan days a week, um, the world is also going to feel it. They say that yeah. if all of us became much more vegan in our lifestyle, this would really benefit the world in such a profound I, way. And you can see why. I mean, the amount of over-farming battery farms and over-farming of, oxygen, of cows and, and all that machinery that they have to, Absolutely. you know, have on the farmyards and goodness knows what else. I mean, the amount of toxic... And yeah, the emissions. waste yeah, no, that's coming out of those farms is, is destroying the, the planet. Yeah, of course. And I and think another... that's a really big movement that's going to happen in the next few years is a lot of people will become plant-based. Much more Eth plant-based. Yeah. I think if you can, again, do a balance, because as they said at the Biba Maya, you do need to eat the varied diet. And one of the reasons is, is that if you only eat, if you stick to just one thing, your intestines are only then required to make bacterias to break down these certain things. So let's just say we're talking about being vegan. Um, it will stop producing the bacterias that are needed to break down a little bit of meat, a little bit mm. of fish, a little bit of chicken. And what they taught me, which was one of the best lessons I learned while I was at the Viva Maya, is that um, if, your if your intestines stop producing these very, very important bacterias that are required when you have a varied diet. If your body stops producing these bacterias, this could be the reason for brain illnesses like Alzheimer's. Oh, they no, have gosh, found really? that Alzheimer's is the result of lack of certain bacterias in the intestines. Wow. I was blown away when I was told. You know, there's that. so I was much. Blown away yeah, when there's I was told so that. much around gut health now and how important it is to keep your gut clean and healthy and functioning properly. And actually, since I've been taking my improved morning shots, I felt so much better in myself. I've managed to not get ill every time the children get ill. I've managed not to have one sickness bug that they've had. I don't know whether it's Darling, related. What are your shots? Oh, it's amazing. It's like a uh, the supposedly the best gut um, uh, supplement to take on a daily basis and it's called Simprove. Oh, but it's a, it, it's, it's a, it's it's a, a cap, shot. it's a shot of liquid. Where do you buy it? Um, well, they sent it to me to try out and now I will be buying it because I have to say it's been really, really impactful Simprove on my liquid. life. Yes. Now I'm trying to uh, shot. <laughs> exactly. Um, I will send you the link and I'll put it on my Instagram as well. I've, I've already Instagrammed it before, but I, I have to say it. It tastes nice? It tastes, del yes, that's it. That's the one. The mango, I get the mango flavor. Oh, And wow. it really, it's supposed to be the most easily digestible. Oh, there it is. Um, yeah. 
and uh, most absorbed by the body. And it really has made an impact. I have to say, all these things that I do, I take a lot of Omegas anyway, in um, capsule form, um, and lots of supplements for various different things. Um, because I really do feel that building up your system, building up your immunity to things, I mean, I try and eat very healthily. I definitely have a cheat day. Um, I have a day when I take the boys for pizzas and burgers and dim sum and goodness knows what else. And there's no holding back. But the next day I will absolutely go back to having things that make me feel good. And the reason for that is nothing to do with vanity and wanting to look good. But of course, it you know, you don't want to look uh, like you're piling on the pounds, but um, it's more to do with how you feel in yourself. And I really feel that at this point in my life, I want to feel strong. I want to feel fit. I want to feel capable of taking on anything that comes my way. And the reason I eat so healthily is so that I can build my body up to prevent any, you know, sleep deprived moments or stress or whatever it is. And it's, and it's really, really impactful. Whatever you put into your body is the result you're going to get out. Like and, 100%. And the days that I go on my cheat days or the days I go out for dinner and have a few glasses of wine, I do not sleep well. No, but that's if the thing. I, if I have more than three glasses of wine, I am guaranteed to wake up in the middle of the night. I am guaranteed to need to down at least two glasses of wine in the middle of the night. And then I'm guaranteed... Two glasses of wine in the middle sorry, of the night? Sorry, two glasses of <laughs> water. Then I'm not surprised if you don't feel good. So no, but then I down wine by your two table. glasses of water, which I keep by my bed. And then I'm up at five o'clock in the morning to go to the loo. Yeah. And it is horrendous. And I kick myself every day afterwards thinking, you know why did me? I put myself through that? Yeah. They said, so as you all know, I've been a bit of an insomniac for a long, long time. And they said that my insomnia of 21 years stems from um, an overburdened liver. Really? It is all as a result of everything that I've done. And bearing in mind also, guys, that if you go through a stressful time in your life or a time of great sadness, the grief and the stress, the first place it hits is your liver. Interesting. This is also one of the things that turns you very, very acidic. Yeah. So, you know, we're going on this wonderful journey together, which I think will also ultimately alleviate my insomnia yeah. for good. Well, I can't wait to see if it makes yeah, an no, impact. Absolutely, absolutely. So it more vegetables, so less meat and cutting out as much sugar well, as so you possibly can. the general rule is, um, you know, four days a week being vegan with three meals, one day a week have good high quality, small quantities, mm -hmm. but high quality fish mm -hmm. with your breakfast, lunch and dinner. One day a week, have either chicken, meat, or fish, or one mm -hmm. type for breakfast, life, uh, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Again, high quality, small quantity, and one day a week where you have your complete cheat yeah. and have whatever you want. And I think that really makes everything doable. I think mm -hmm. it'll also absolutely impact your budget. I think yeah. everyone's going to yes. find that it's much cheaper. It's so and much then, cheaper. With regards to the sweet stuff that we have in our life, think of a really nice, big, juicy apple. It can either be the juicy apple one day, another day it can be a selection, you know, half a mango, a handful of grapes, um, a peach, and a few cherries. Another day, you might decide that you want to start your morning with 
a bowl of porridge with almond butter and raw honey, for example, and an apple mm. or, or, or a quarter of an apple. That means you've used a little bit of a ratio. For lunch that day, you might feel like having a small slice of carrot cake. That means that for that day, you've then had your apple size yeah. of sweetness. The following day, you might have a savory breakfast, but then after lunch, you might decide that you want to have uh, two pieces of dark chocolate. This means you've still got a bit of ratio left for that day. Mm. That might mean that after dinner that evening, you have a chai tea latte, mm. which is very, very sweet. The following day, you might Ooh, wake up my and downfall. have... I you, love chai yeah, tea lattes. It's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As long as you don't have... Just think Too about many. it as an apple yeah. size of sweet. Well, I limit day. myself to having maximum three a week. I could have them five times a day, but I will literally put a stop on that because I know that it's just sugar. Um, but gosh, do they taste good. And actually, you know, the rest is really and manageable. Saying, Sophie, that they're best to have um, because they're like a meal. Everything really? with milk is like a meal. So when you have your cappuccinos or your chai tea lattes, have them after your breakfast or after your lunch. Okay, interesting. Yes, that's something I can do, actually. So apart from our... Chai tea latte is like a dessert, right? Yeah, it's true. Apart from our lovely meal um, suggestions that you've been uh, kind enough to share with us, and for anybody lucky enough to go to the Viva Meyer, it sounds absolutely magical. And you know what? I've decided that I'm going to write a book about it and simply about how we nourish our bodies in the right way and 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 you know quantities according to our gender and mm -hmm. size and age and how much uh, activity we do uh because you know what i'm thinking if my mother had known this she'd not died of pancreatic cancer yeah and had my grandmother known this she wouldn't have had alzheimer's and i mm. really felt that when i was at the viva maya i found my life's purpose because if i can help impact health yeah in some way or another, it will really have made this life beyond having my gorgeous children and enjoying it and loving it, et cetera, et cetera. But having done something with a real meaning and purpose before yeah. we go up with the angels. Yeah. Well, I think it's amazing. And I'm super excited to slightly switch up my diet and, and, and give the Viva Maya way a go forward with my way. So that's really interesting. Point number two, though, is what, how much exercise you're going to do. Well, that was another bit of a shocker that I was told when I was there. So if you are relatively young, as we are, very young indeed, um, and in good shape, you should have between 22 and 25% muscle. Okay, now how do you measure that? You this have to go to somewhere no, professional so, to do yeah, that. So I had it measured lying down on the floor. They put these electrodes on my hands, feet, uh, okay. body and heart. And they could then measure my body impedance. Yeah, body I'd impedance, love to have that done somewhere. Whatever it's called. And mm. they found that I have only 15% muscle, which, I mean, it almost uh, knocked me to the ground, although I was already lying down. Um, <laughs> but it came as such a big surprise because if you look at my arms, for example, I have pretty muscular, relatively toned arms, but it's the rest of my body. And you know what? A girlfriend of mine was saying the other day, she was laughing when I was telling her that I only had 15% muscle because she was like, sweetheart, we were supposed to train half an hour ago and we're still sitting here having coffee. <laughs> and the thing with me is that I am lazy as F dot, dot, dot. <laughs> 
I'm actually really, really lazy. And the but reason I why I'm really, really think... lazy is because I'm thin fat. Well, so yeah. I so you had have no motivation. But I do think that this once you stop, I was going to say, once you break that habit of thinking to yourself, I'd rather Don't sit down and have to. a cup of coffee, um, and you get yourself into a real routine. And for me, it is all about the routine. It is all about the timings of things in your day, how you can fit it into your life, how you can make it easy for yourself. Because if you make yourself join a gym miles away, you're never going to get to it. It's always going to be a pain in the neck and you're always going to dread it. And that was always my attitude to the going to the gym. I dreaded it. I hated being locked inside somewhere with loads of people sweating in a horrible environment as far as I was concerned. Gyms are a lot nicer now, but I just didn't enjoy it. Whereas now I love my hour I drop my kids off and I breathe because I think I've done what I'm supposed to do with them they're at school they're fed they're healthy they're happy they're going to have a lovely day now is my time to completely switch off from everything I've got to do today and of course when we wake up in the morning well I don't know if you're like this but I wake up thinking oh I've got to do I normally write it all down put it on a notepad, stick it in my handbag and keep it with me for the rest of the day and strike things off as I do them. But it's so nice to have that break from your brain, from anything else, where you're literally focusing on your body. And for me, it started off as, it's quite a painful experience, you know, when things in your body started really hurting, when you were holding stretches and positions and you're sweating, thinking, oh, when is this going to end? I'm an agony. I hate every second of this. And you're looking at the clock, willing it to speed up. And it's like an hour of enduring some quite painful experiencing, you know, of, of, of yeah. stretching and body yeah. moving and whatever. Yeah. But then once you actually breathe through it and get into it and, and start feeling really strong inside, mm-hmm. you become really driven to making that hour the most beneficial hour you can possibly yeah, make no, it. Totally and when understand. it starts hurting, you're thinking, this is working. Yeah. This, I when can feel hurting, the pain. Working. The more pain, the more burn, the more effective you're, you're doing to it, the more effect you're having on your body as long as it's not back pain or excruciating pain or sharp pain but the more burn you feel when you work out which used to be horrendous no pain no gain i now love that yeah. and it's a release but you know what it's I think getting I through it i've decided that you know i really need to turn this around and the problem is is that i've kind of been saying that since i turned 40 and i i'm in my 44th year but you know what a shock I got when mm-hmm. I was at the Viva Maya. What they're saying to me is while I'm on the cure, which I am for another few days, um, I simply don't have the energy because I don't have yeah. any fruit or sugar in my diet yet. I'm really But there's low impact exercise you can be um, doing. But a little bit of low impact. Yeah. But uh, as walking. of next week, walking exactly, yeah. I want to go to uh, the Hay Barn. Yes. And the Hay Barn. Yeah. I want to go there once or twice a week and do yoga. Yeah. I really want to go and do Paula's body bath. I'm going to tell you one more thing you're going once to do at Hay Barn. You're going to do Georgie Sperling's class as well at the Hay Barn, okay. which is a Pilates similar to Paula, but slightly different. Uh, and she teaches now right around the corner from you uh, on Thursdays at 11 o'clock, if you can do that class at the Hay Barn. She's brilliant. She used to train me at home and she's got an amazing body and she's got an amazing workout for women which makes you strong and lean and trim and I love it Paula I swear by I mean I do it every day I want to know when is she at kicks you'll have to look at the schedule I don't know off the top of my head but she's there pretty much every day emails 
Yeah, so she's really good. I would love to do that. And then I want to continue doing my Ashley, who does mm -hmm. Divine London. Um, but I like her so much. Uh, which is why we sit for 45 minutes of the hour and drink coffee and then see, we train you, for under 10 minutes. See, that is another reason to go reason. to a group class yeah. because subconsciously you don't want to be weaker than the person next to you, which of course we are sometimes. And I started off as the weakest person in the class, but now I'm quite driven. And you do get slightly you know, competitive thinking, well, if the person next to me is holding this position and they can do it, then I can do it. Oh my God, and Sophie, that's I quite... saw you on your Instagram the other day and I just thought, holy <laughs> shit. I mean... Yes, but I struggled that you day. You are so strong. I struggled that day with doing press-ups and I do find press-ups really challenging. It hurts my shoulders, but I know it's a good hurt. It's not a bad hurt. And I make myself do them, but I probably do three good push-ups and eight bad ones where I'm not going all the way down to the floor. But again, it's something that I'm building up. It's I like learning do to do headstands or handstands. You can do a handstand and a headstand. I can't do that on my own. And I think it's building up things that you're weaker at gradually over time. And eventually yeah. I'm going to do 10 perfect press-ups and I'm going to say, look at me, this is my party trick. Hopefully not in the evening oh after a cocktail. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I mean, it is quite amazing. It is quite But amazing. it is so rewarding. Of course it it's is. It's like everything in life. If you is work hard and you practice the results end up being so rewarding and make you so happy and that hour of powerless in the morning just starts me feeling my best and this morning I was running late and uh, everybody was already underway stretching and toning and doing everything else and I walked in and everybody said morning Sophie and it just oh, honestly so nice. lifted my spirits yeah. lifted my heart I had a stressful morning and I just thought I'm so lucky to have this group oh, of I ladies here Absolutely doing love it. exactly what I love yeah. every morning yeah. of my week and I flipping love it I love it too <laughs> absolutely love it too so hey ho to taking care of our bodies yeah. taking care of our minds doing things you enjoy 100%. not depriving yourselves but being a little more conscious of what you're putting in being really mindful and aware, yeah. 100%. Wishing you all a really great day. We will see you Happy next days week. and see you next week, guys. Bye. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. 
It's time for another season of The Palmetto Porch, an original podcast from Discover South Carolina. I'm Devin Whitmire. Join me as I get to the heart of what makes South Carolina such a great place to visit by speaking to the locals who make it so special. Premiering December 5th, find The Palmetto Porch wherever you get your podcasts. And for more information about our show, visit scpalmettoporch.com.